0: What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, first things first, if you are a weekly listener, you know the deal. As I've been telling you guys, Adpocalypse affected us. We don't make hardly any money at all off YouTube, so we are trying to keep the show afloat with Patreon, patreon.com slash Kinda Neat. Where you can pledge per episode. I suggest a dollar per episode. Thank you to all the new pledgees this week. I appreciate it. In fact, I think I'm going to read some of the pledges. Just to like shout you guys out. Because I appreciate your support. So I'm going to read off some of your names. And maybe uh, every week I'll just do like the new guys. But shout out to Michael Grayson. Christian Meals. Josh Cox. Patrick Morris, Andrew Whipple, Vikram Singh, David Smith, Victor Efren Gallo, Jonathan Daniel, Austin. I don't know how the fuck to say your last name, Gorzewski, Stephanie Gonzalez, Cody Wixo, Mitchell Robles, Robles, Cali Kelsch, Damian G and Pietro. Y'all got some. Y'all got some interesting last names. Those are all people that are pledging 3 bucks an episode. So, wow, thank you guys so much. That is a shitload of money per episode. I don't know how you afford $12 per month, but that is wild. A dollar, thank you guys. Guillermo Gomez, Anna Pruitt, Ben Cox, Sky Nicholas, Nick Farrelly, Jeff Ray. That's my homie. Shout out, Jeff. Sean DeRubes, Loik. QRT. I thought got to be either Swedish or made up. Jake Tolbert, Juan Urieta, Matthew Garza, Matt Evans, April Woolley, Brandon Sheridan, Dave Delute, Cherry Lava, Trevor Rice, Alexander Tensar. Martinez Hillard, Sam WC, D Medina, that's an old school fan, I love D Medina, thank you so much for pledging, Kevin Jesuit, Jacob WK, Andreas Forsen, Thaddeus Chris, Green Lee, that's the homie, shout out Green Leaf, Jake Fisher, Jim Lang, Julian Till, Brandon, oh that's a, that is quite the Thai last name, that I don't know how to say, Foy Bandit. Maybe Justin Evans, Dominic Matheson, Mel, Donovan Ramsey, Gresham Prain, James Feng, Armando Lopez, Armando Lopez, I'm an asshole, Alex uh, Illesley, Kia Orion, John Magpusau, William Norfleet, Cameron Dubas, Michael Hubbs, Mark Chapin, Justin Gregory, Jacob Pfeiffer, Joshua Chesenga, Sue Deadwood, Estevan Morales, Spencer Klein. Thank you guys. More people, Ricky Grant, Jerry Vasquez, James McDonald, Rusty Deaton, Eric Wells, Austin Collins, Christopher DeWild, Sebastian Anaya, Nick Name. That's not real. Oh, it's my homie Nick LaLuga. Shout out, Nick. Kevin, Robert Andre, Axel Rose Albin, Gabriel Luansing. There are a bunch more. I'm getting tired. Thank you guys for pledging. I appreciate it. This is the advertisement part. I'm going to finish the ad in a second, but I want to say, yo, these people are the ones that are putting, you know, ducats into me and Ben's pocket and hoping us pay for rent for the studio. So thank you so much for pledging every week. We appreciate it. Every week that we've been putting out new episodes, we're getting new people pledging and it truly is appreciated. It does not go unnoticed, even if I'm not like doing gifts and, and benefits and all that. Um, it's just a timing thing. It's just the two of us running this and we do, uh, we, we take our time to do it and we put all of our heart and effort into it and uh, it makes it makes me so grateful to receive the emails that I get from you guys telling me how it's affected your life or how it's affected your playlists or whatever. I appreciate all of you guys reaching out and, and um, with sentimental notes. Like It really means a lot. And this week at some point, I'm meaning to like, sit down and respond to emails. So I will do that if you send me an email. I'm not an asshole. I read them. I just have not responded because I've been just busy doing shit, but I'm going to get to them and respond to you. Thank you guys so much. Patreon.com slash kind of neat. Okay. Advertisement over. Guys. I went to Yosemite finally. It was beautiful. There are so many people in California that I've met that I've never been to Yosemite. And having lived here for 15, 16 years, and I had never been, Like I now feel ashamed of it. I wish that I had made the time and effort to go before. And it is effort. It takes effort because it's very hard to get a campsite there. But damn, like the pictures don't do it justice. You know, when you look at old Ansel Adams photos or you look at old like nature photos of California and you see El Capitan and you see half dome and all that stuff. Yeah, it looks majestic. But I'll tell you what, man, there's this tunnel right when you're getting to Yosemite coming from southbound. I think it's the 44. You're driving on the 44, I believe, and you, drive through this mountain and like you they really like left it looking like a mountain on the inside it's like jagged rocks everywhere and stuff You drive through this tunnel and when you get to the other side, you're there at this scenic viewpoint. And the best thing I could compare it to is like in that scene in Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park, when they like turn around and the music starts playing and they see all the dinosaurs for the first time. Like that's what went through my head. You pull through this tunnel and it lights back up and then boom, there's fucking El Capitan and, and Half Dome and I think three brothers or something like all just lined up right there for you to look at and it is this expansive view that if anything could make me believe that there is an quote-unquote god out there it's something like that it's majestic as fuck and everything is like way bigger than any picture could ever do it justice for it makes you feel so minuscule just standing next to these big beautiful rocks and um Yeah it was gorgeous It's something where I want to try to go Every year now Like I get very Obsessive with things And so now My goal is to try And like go back Every spring Or every autumn Or something It was uh a it was crazy too because, man, for some reason, I got like a hyperextended toe right before I left. Like I could barely walk. I was limping. It, it was terrible timing because it was like the night that we were packing up, I was like, something was wrong with my foot. And then it like kept getting worse the days that we were there. So I couldn't really go on any super long hikes. Like I, we would walk, you know, maybe a mile or two at a time. And that was me gritting my teeth the whole time and walking like with a Frankenstein limp. But, You know, you got to do what you got to do. I initially wanted to do like the Panorama Trail, which is like a nine mile hike or something like that. But I was like, I cannot fucking do that. So the point that I'm trying to make with this is it didn't even ruin the trip because Yosemite is so beautiful that like you just walk outside of the campgrounds. You just like start walking and everything is scenic. I mean, the paved trails are beautiful, but like anywhere you just walk up the Merced River and like... Everything is like a fucking postcard. It was so tight. And um, yeah, so we camped there at Lower Pines for a couple of days. If you ever try to get a campsite at Lower Pines, which is the supposedly the best campsite for like non-active people because like camp four is for all the boulders and mountain climbers and stuff rock climbers we're not gonna stay there because i'm i i do not rock climb i'm a portly motherfucker i can't do that many pull-ups to be able to rock climb so i would just be a poser there in camp four and then upper pines is like the madhouse where all the little kids stay there's like 250 campsites at that one or something so it's very packed and then lower pines has about 60 campsites and If you can book a campsite there, try to get campsite number 60. That is your life hack for the day. It's right on the Merced River. You're overlooking Half Dome. It is beautiful. So we didn't get campsite number 60. We got campsite number 59. So we were best campsite adjacent, which was good. The water there, Jesus Christ, the the potable water, so delicious, so crisp. It's coming right off the river. It's freezing cold, and you drink it, and it just makes you feel so refreshed and alive. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, so that was that camp there and man cooked up some marvelous fajitas on the campfire with my cast iron skillet feeling just very manly. You know, we had a very good plan for the tent in order to stay warm because it was going to drop down to like 35 degrees while we were there at night. And so we insulated the bottom with a couple of uh, quilts and and uh, our sleep pads and, and comforters and stuff and then slept in our bags and then sandwiched a couple more blankets on top of us. And I'll tell you. We might as well have been in a hotel. It was so motherfucking comfortable. It was fantastic. One of the best camp trips that I've ever taken and uh, highly suggested. Uh, If you ever have a chance, you should go. You should go. If you live in the Bay, just take a day trip. It's beautiful. It's worth it. Gorgeous. Other things. Dad is doing good. He has like maybe the flu right now, though. Had a fever yesterday when I went to go visit him. That was a bummer. He didn't wake up the whole time I was there. You know, shit happens. Sometimes... It's no fun going to visit him and other times it is fun. My house is coming along. I'm going rug shopping after this. Copped a couple of new desks that are going to be handmade and are going to take a couple months to show up. but when they do, it's all coming together. This is a, it's a my humble abode is really coming together and I, I don't know like uh, life is fantastic right now. I'm very happy with things. I've uh, been getting some some good work and you know, got a girl, got a dog got a crib and what more could you ask for the holidays are coming up and we're going to be you know doing all the thanksgiving stuff and then all my family's coming in for christmas and we're going to fucking tahoe for new year's with my brother and man i don't know like I, i like this time of year it finally got cold in la and everything in la feels a little bit less stressful when it's cold outside you know like the heat is very burdensome It's it's hard being in the heat and it's hard escaping the heat and it's stressful. And so when things cool off here, I feel like life gets a little – I don't know, a little more enjoyable, a little more – life gets a little more easy. I don't know when you got to put a sweatshirt on in the morning. It's fantastic. Blah, blah, fucking blah. Today's guest is somebody that I've been reaching out to for a couple of years, I think. I think I hit him up the first time at maybe like fifteen or very early sixteen. I stumbled onto him because of his raps, and I I don't quite know how. I thought it was because I think that he was my gateway into finding out about Earth Gang um, was childish major, because he makes a lot of beats for dudes and but I swear that I heard his rapping first and then I didn't really – like I've just known about him so long and, and known about his music and known about his productions that I didn't really do a lot of research into him. And I'm not like a – I'm not a, as much of a, um encyclopedic rap listener as I once was or I'd, I'd never really have been that encyclopedic of a rap listener. I listen and enjoy and love, but I don't like research and cross check like, oh, this production credit and then try to seek out every record that that producer's ever produced or whatever. So needless to say, when he's talking about working with Rocco Future and Rick Ross about the song you ain't even know. I did not know that he produced that. And that was like one of my favorite rap songs of 2013. It's a fantastic song. Yeah, he produced that shit. And so that's crazy. So this is a dude who is not only making strides as a rapper, but he's a very accomplished producer with credits ranging from, like I just said, Rocco and Future and Rick Ross all the way to J. Cole and – You know, Jid and Earth Gang and uh, all kinds of folks. And we talk about that. We talk about his life as a producer and just kind of like the steps and sacrifices that he made to get those placements. And, you know, now he is starting to. He's continuing his path as a producer, but he's also stepping out into the world more as an individual act, as a solo act. Man, I I like the dude, and I think he's going to have a successful run at that because he is personable and he is charming and he is a good rapper and has a great ear for production, obviously. So without further ado, I'm going to get into my conversation with Childish Major. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. As I told you via DMs, I think I hit you up about this maybe before I ever hit up Jid or Earthgang. That's crazy. I think. I feel like you were my gateway into those guys. <laughs> i think i heard your name like a while ago yeah but R- probably not for artistry more like production production yeah but yeah, that's but the thing is that when i heard your production i think it led me to your raps because you always had raps on your soundcloud page yeah, right? yeah i always had stuff up yeah so i kind of just knew you as both okay uh, that's dope uh, yeah, yeah and so it took it actually was yeah, um, you're on, on it early then for I think sure. I, I was more surprised to find out that you're predominantly a producer. Yeah, yeah, Damn, right? that's crazy. Yeah, so because um, I heard your raps and I just, I, I mean, you know, I'm drawn to those kind of those kind of vibes. Yeah, um, you know, lyrical, spiritual miracles. Lyrical, spiritual miracles. <laughs> am, I, am I one of those? No, nah, not really. But I mean, you have bars. I appreciate yeah? that. Yeah, man. for that- sure. That said. Now I'm like starting to realize like, oh, as a producer, you've worked with so many people, dozens and dozens of popular artists. Sometimes I forget people that I've worked with. (laughs) Just to kind of set the tone of the interview, Mm -hmm. list off some of the people that you can remember working with, because I think that will make people like perk their ears up. Gotcha. So Rocco. Okay. Future Rick Ross. um, Wow, Future and Rick Ross? I didn't even know that. Future
1: Rick Ross. Yeah. J. Cole, yeah. Rome Fortune, two nine, um, Earth Gang and Jid, mm-hmm. uh, Childish Major, <laughs> SZA. Oh yeah. There's a lot of
0: people. I mean Juicy J. There you uh, go. <laughs> that's like essentially, you know, ASAP Ferg. my playlist. My, my <laughs> so you've produced my iTunes playlist. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. yeah that's man. dope. Um So, first and foremost, I guess, like, where are you from? I was born in Minnesota,
1: St. Paul, Minnesota. No way. Born there. Yeah. Just born there. Up until uh, I was eight, moved to South Carolina. So, I was raised in South Carolina. Uh Uh-huh. And then, um, like, college years, that's when I picked up and moved to Atlanta. So, maybe, like, six, seven years ago. I moved to Atlanta and I've been there ever since.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, then let's start from the very beginning. You were just a twinkle in your parents' eyes. How 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 were they in Saint Paul, Minnesota?
1: Man, um, well that's that's where my uh that's where everybody was. Um, as far as like my my father's parent my father's folks and mm-hmm. then my mother's folks they were in Minnesota. My mother uh my my mother's parents had mm-hmm. a church mm-hmm. and um my father he was a rapper. Mm. And, yeah did he did he uh, gain any traction as a rapper um a little bit locally I would say um but, uh, nothing, I don't think anything that you would know. He's from Minnesota, though? Know. But, yeah, he's from Minnesota. I might know it. You, he, there's no way. I, I mean, that, Wise Eyes,
0: no? No, nah, that doesn't sound familiar. Abdul, Abdullah Soul,
1: no? Mm-mm. Doesn't ring a bell?
0: Nah, but, I, you know, I am, like, pretty familiar with, like, the 90s Minnesota scene just because of, like, the Rhyme shit and, like, uh, all yeah, the old, yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, the Scribble nah, Jam shit. A like, lot
1: of those people influenced, like, my cousin, yeah. um... Uh, Tri Bishop, he's from Minnesota. Oh no! Uh, sure. But yeah, he he rocks with a lot of those guys. So yeah,
0: that's tight. So your so your mom's folks had a church. My mom's folks had a church. Yeah. So your grandfather was like a preacher, Grand, pastor. Grandfather was grandfather. a pastor. Yeah.
1: Grandmother she sung. Uh-huh. My aunts and uncles they all sung. Uh-huh. Everybody. So did yeah. you grow up in in the church for sure. And that's where like for music sure. probably touched you first. Yeah, 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 yeah? of course. Yep. No, yeah. that was that was my childhood. Going to church all the time.
0: Were you playing instruments in church or singing? I wasn't.
1: Or? Funny, and I was singing. Yeah. Um, I wasn't playing instruments like that. I didn't get into instruments until middle school. Okay. Yeah.
0: How, how did your folks meet out there?
1: I think it was through my mom's cousin. Yeah. Right. She was dating. Uh, she was dating one of my dad's friends. And I, I think I'm saying that right.
0: Yeah. So yeah so yeah she just was dating one of my dad's young friends. Love, it was Like right.
1: some little you know what i'm saying they introduced him and then young love yeah are you the oldest i am not the oldest how I, I, many brothers I have
0: and sisters you got
1: i have an older sister i got four sisters actually i got i got one older and three
0: younger really yeah so you're just the boy in the middle i'm the boy in the middle man how, how's that being the only like masculine energy
1: i'm trying to hold it down yeah. you know
0: what i'm saying I'm trying to hold it down
1: and i mean for uh for the most part like Growing up, it was um like my dad, my dad was in kind of like in and out of my life, but uh-huh. my um and growing up, it was me, my mother and my uh Sisters. older sister, yeah, older yeah sister, my yeah. older sister, and then my younger sister came in but um but yeah, that was like that was like growing up, so it was like you were the baby most of the time, the baby but the but the man of the house, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying,
0: yeah, what's that like how's that juxtaposition you're, work? you're
1: cutting the fucking grass, you're uh-huh. taking the trash out, and uh-huh. we're we're like uh rural rural South Carolina, so it's like. Uh, it was like we lived on a dirt road, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And to take the trash out, you had to take—it was a, almost like a mile down. You had to take the—you know how people yeah. walk their their uh, down the driveway? Yeah, yeah. the driveway was like a mile long, so I had to walk it down there. And a lot of times, I didn't do it during the day, so I had to do it at night. night. So I had to like— Have it'd, a flashlight and shit? It'd be, what? No? It'd be like—if I as if there was a flashlight, I'd use it. But yeah. if there wasn't, then I'd just have to—I would run it. I would I would kinda like jog it down yeah. and then on the way back I would gun it back to the house because I didn't know what was like. Because I mean, cr- critters is, man Fucking critters, critters
0: Your imagination
1: yeah, You just like yeah. You like
0: fucked up You like man I don't know what's out here Hey I still get that at, Like when I'm walking My little <laughs> dog right now In the hills I'm like man they're fucking mountain lions Out this bitch Like No, uh, nah, I'm from a rural area too Okay and so wait. I'm from Alaska Oh shit Yeah and so here's the thing Is that when people talk about Like taking the trash Like taking the trash out Is a is a new thing for me Because what <laughs> we used to do Is like put it in the garage And then once a week We would have to drive it To a dump That was like three miles oh, away Oh you really know What's were. We're, yeah, we're very rural. That's yeah, crazy. We're very rural. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So... I definitely understand that like no streetlights around type shit and being like yeah. what the fuck is out there in the in the yep. woods you know what I mean mailboxes a mile Way away down. too like yeah. you know what I'm saying like that's... Yeah. that that became like part of our family bonding was like okay well, you guys wanna walk the dog and go pick up the mail like <laughs> we'd have to walk like a half mile to go get the mail you, you gotta know? walk the dog and get the yeah, mail yeah exactly at least you had
1: a dog though man no, no, no dogs no dogs we had goats in our front yard though you had a goat My no, goats plural. goats did you take care of them I didn't it was my neighbor's uh, goats but that like the area that we lived in is like everybody was like family anyway, like yeah, we, really. you know what I'm saying everybody was cool like yeah. the the Takes old, a
0: village type yeah of shit.
1: exactly the old guy who uh stayed next to us he was like a hoarder he like used to have like a bunch of like old cars in the front yard cars tramp. like he had a trampoline that was in the woods like surrounded by a bunch of shit, but we just like him, me and his grandson used yeah. to just like go shout out to Frank me and Frank used to just go uh and like climb over a bunch to get scratched up just to jump on the trampoline like, nice
0: crazy yeah that's tight well, so you moved out to south carolina when you were eight that's what you said yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was the catalyst for that like why'd you guys move from st paul to my mom just kind of wanted to uh put us around uh different
1: just a, i guess like a different vibe yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. did she have
0: family out there um no no she Funny. what made her choose south carolina
1: uh she um she went to south carolina for a business um mm-hmm. like a business trip met this woman um met this woman who would kind of like Become an aunt to us mm-hmm. Me and my sister uh, mm-hmm. Named Vernell, And um, she took us She kind of She kind of like Her mother had passed In a house that, In South Carolina The house That was mm-hmm. on a dirt road mm-hmm. Her mother passed And she needed Somebody to stay And then my mom Was looking for a change And we ended up just making, that seems like quite making a, a move. Did yeah. it got, uh, put her geo tracker in a in the back of a U-Haul, which you're not supposed to do, yeah. and all of our clothes, and she drove geo tracker
0: that's like a little tiny hatchback. Exactly, yeah. drove
1: 24 hours
0: to South Carolina with just me and my little oh me oh. and my big sister. Wow. Yeah. So did your mom and dad ever get married? Yeah, yeah, yeah and they, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. they split, and that was like the part of the move.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I right. mean, I, it was a minute. It was a minute, like. They weren't together like a, a good portion of like me, yeah. but like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Was he out pursuing music or what was it like? What was he doing? He
1: was, he's, he's always doing music. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I think that's just his, his thing. Like he's, he loves it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's his, um, that's his, he had, you know, he had a, a rough upcoming too. So it's like, I feel like that's his,
0: uh, catharsis. It's his outlet. It's yeah. his,
1: it's his, it's his side. It's, it's his, um.
0: Peace You know what I'm saying so, so it's in your blood For sure Like it, it was handed down Yeah Yeah, yeah. 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 You said he was kind of In and out So you guys good now Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we're, good we're,
1: we're working man We're talking That's I ta- good. I ta- Funny enough I talk about it In the music a lot but, Yeah,
0: yeah but, I talk about it In my music a lot too Every episode People know that Listen I bring it up I say bad relationships with fathers are what lead to great artistry you know what I mean, like everybody that sits in that, <laughs> that chair crazy, it's man? always the same story that's the one the one constant theme, it is man. man it's 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 it's, rough, it's interesting but yeah,
1: yeah but and you I,
0: know dads are out here doing the best they
1: can and that's that's what i you know but you understand that as you grow older and yeah, you become a man you, and and realize you know how difficult it is to hold because when things you're a kid together.
0: you just are holding in anger about it kind yeah of, right
1: and you're and you're uh getting your your ideas of it is what everybody else's idea is and mm-hmm. you might be around the people who are totally against your father or whatever right so right. it's like but as, a, Cause as there are two
0: sides of every story and you're only hearing the shitty side of the exactly. story exactly yeah, yeah, you yeah.
1: know so you grow, you grow older and you start to understand yourself a little bit more understand mm-hmm. you know how it, it could have went for
0: him so, right particularly yeah. when you start hitting those ages where like the context makes sense it's like oh when I'm 20 whatever doing this now and like he was like at this point in his life, and he was just trying to figure it out because yeah. I, I look in the mirror as a 36 year old, I still feel like a kid every fucking day. You man. know what I mean? So I'm like, damn, my parents at We're this point are all a bit childish. You know what I'm saying? There you go. <laughs> there you go. How many times have you used that? That's the first time. <laughs> <How many? laughs> hey, you got to make a t shirt out of that. I don't know. That's a catchphrase. But, uh, but shout out to our fathers, though, man. Yeah. I, I love you, Dad. Dads are out here trying, man. So. <laughs> What was the culture shock for you like moving from St. Paul, where you got these, you got seasons, you got snow, um, probably a lot of white people.
1: That's and that's another reason why I feel like my mother wanted to move us was to make sure that we're around our people and Mm -hmm. we get we get both sides, Mm -hmm. if if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Um, and but no, the culture shock was the culture shock was yes ma'am, no ma'am. Uh-huh. and getting to getting to the south well coming from where we're from, where it's a lot lot more loose, like I tell my grandparents and and no disrespect, it's not a disrespect thing, but the way that I talked to elders was, yeah, no, no. Nah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. As soon as I got to South Carolina, for one the myth was they could whoop you down here mm-hmm. in the schools. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, my mom is not finna let that happen. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't. <laughs> but at the same time, they uh they took disrespect to, yeah, nah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm for me, I feel like I'm being I'm being respectful cuz I'm answering you, but I had a teacher, she was like, "You're going to say yes, ma'am. You're going to say yes, ma'am to me." Mm-hmm. And she's talking to me crazy. I'm like, "Man, my mama don't even talk to me like this. Like, what's wrong with you?" You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But mm-hmm. it's just something that you had to have to adjust to and overall it got me Further in life learning, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Just you know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. not saying I didn't have manners, but it's just like the that's it's the way certain people want to hear. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, uh the older people was like, Don't call me yes ma'am, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm only five years older exactly. than you don't they, call me sir. They get upset with it when you're older, you oh, know what I'm saying? But
0: it, it's it ruins my day when someone calls me sir. <laughs> I used to I used to work at uh I used to work at Crystals. Yeah. Um you you ever heard of Crystals? It's a chicken spa,
1: right? It's not a chicken spa. It's like White Castles. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. it's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like White Castles, but it's it's in Atlanta. Okay. But I was working there and there's is this older woman and um she was my coworker, but I would say yes ma'am to her every time she knows. Me. Every time every time any interaction, I'd just be like, Yes ma'am i I'm I'm just trying to be respectful. Uh-huh. But she was trying to holler at me. Uh-huh. So she was like, Don't call don't call me Don't call me ma'am Don't call me man. Man, mm-hmm. sweetie.
0: <laughs> you are old as hell. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, old old women need loving too, bro. They do. What was the town called that you lived in, South Carolina? That's so rural. Edgefield, 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 like the edge of the field. Yeah, Edgefield, South Carolina. And what's that? Is what's the
1: closest metropolis? <sighs> Augusta uh, is either Aiken, South Carolina, well, which is still kind of like Edgefield. I would mm-hmm. say Augusta, Georgia how big is augusta a big city or no? augusta augusta is a Augusta's like the i feel like this might be the second biggest city in in georgia okay okay yeah, it's like the how far were you guys from that um we're we're probably like 45 minutes to an hour so like it's a trek that's a trek yeah that's the close the closest walmart was in augusta no north, north augusta
0: wow so you're really on the sticks in the sticks how what was the population of edgefield do you remember? Damn, I'm about to can I Google? Yeah, sure. going <laughs> I Google? I mean over <laughs> over under five thousand.
1: I think it might have just been over. Like my graduating
0: class I think was like That's a good that's a good uh marker is like how many people you went to high school with. My graduating class sixty eight. Oh shit.
1: <laughs> All right, you got me beat. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta I gotta lift this up. Hold up. Let me see.
0: What was your graduating class while you look,
1: I think it was like, I think in the school there was probably like 500. Yeah, that's about what my mind was. And then the graduating class, okay, it's 26, 20, like 27,000.
0: 20, that's small. That's very small. That's a everybody knows everybody's name size. Right. Right? Yeah. I think my graduating class might have been,
1: what, 50? Something like that? Maybe. 50? Maybe.
0: Wow. That's really small.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I'm guessing
0: right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah, then what was um, the sociological makeup of the town? Like, was your school predominantly black? Was it predominantly white? Like, what was it like? It was mixed. Yeah. It it was mixed. It was mixed. Uh, There was a lot of white people. It a- w- when it's mixed like that in South Carolina, I picture South Carolina as having, like, v- that vintage kind of racism. <laughs> so, uh- <laughs> uh, no, for sure. Okay. Like, there's, yeah. they still have uh, rallies there.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: the, yeah. The, the rally. Right. South Carolina just strikes a, a tinge of racism, like, yeah. fear in my heart. Like, I, yeah, it just I, sounds... Uh, I had
1: a situation uh, when I was a kid that I didn't understand until I was older, funny enough. Uh-huh. But it was like, I... I The way I told the story when I was a kid, it was just like, man, it's this big red truck. Uh And I was was just like walking to the basketball court uh, that was like downtown, which is really right around the corner. But um, there was this red truck with a flag on the back that was like not trying to run me over, but trying to act like it was going to run me over. Uh-huh. And it was like revving up at me and, you know what I'm saying? And kind of like chasing me around this little parking lot. And I'm just, you know, just kind of scared and nervous. I'm a kid. You know what I'm saying? You're walking around a bike. What was it? I was walking oh, around. Walking around. Yeah, okay, I was yeah, just, yeah, I was just a kid. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the parking lot. And yeah. I'm just trying to walk away. And it's just kind of like. It's like circling mm, around. Yeah, like shit? circling around me. trying wow. to like revving and shit like that. And I didn't understand it. But then I'm like damn this is some fucking you know what i'm saying some fucking racist ass yeah. motherfuckers trying to you know what i'm saying trying to put fear in me basically yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like how old were you when that happened? i had to be i had to be like 19 oh my god
0: yeah that's crazy so in the school what, did it feel kind of segregated like that or it like di-
1: it didn't yeah it didn't at all um i feel like kids are a little bit more innocent or something yeah Yeah. they're more innocent we kind of do what we want you know what i'm saying um i think i think on the slick though like you see it you see it later on like i went back home maybe like a year ago Mm -hmm. and um i was i was with my mom and i got pulled over by uh, by an officer mm-hmm. Funny enough It was one of my Old classmates mm-hmm. And he was cool Like mm-hmm. he, I remember him Like we We know each other You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. He didn't acknowledge that He didn't acknowledge He didn't He didn't acknowledge that at all Wow Like You guys a, the same age Same age We were in the graduating class Together Knew, You know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. Knew each other Grew up together Grew up together basically e- yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. played, played football together yeah. And everything yeah. Didn't acknowledge me Really Yeah crazy I'm like yo what's good and he's like he gave me a ticket. Kept no me
0: shit. So what did he give you a ticket for? Uh I think it was seatbelt. Driving while black, basically. basically. Yeah. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Crazy, right? Yeah. That's the kind of shit that you I mean I don't know. Yeah. Like, to know him. uh, Shit was wild. I was like, yeah, I was like, damn, bro. So that's what I wonder about. So then, you
1: know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, maybe it's
0: coming out now. That's what I'm kind of, like, now when you look back at it, uh, when you look back on it, uh, I wonder if you pick up more things of like, oh, that teacher was treating me this way because of this or that or the other. You right, know what I mean? Like,
1: and, like, and it's easy to do that, but I had yeah. I also had like teachers like, shout out to Miss Woods. Shout out to Ms. Woods. You know, you know what I'm saying? Or Mrs. Woods. I'm Mrs. sorry, because there is some Mr. Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she was the homie, like, Mm -hmm. I think to everybody in, uh, in my class, it was like other white women, but she used to be the teacher to write you the pass to get out of the class that you hated and come to her class and you just, you walk in her class, it's like a party in there. It's Uh just like everybody's fucking eating candy is a movie on the on the you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. but at the same time people are in there they might be finishing homework for something else or they might be getting an assignment done or she might be helping them with something you know what I'm saying right. but her class was like the getaway yeah you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. so there, there were those two you know good what I'm saying teachers. those good teachers yeah. good
0: people you know what I'm saying what did you excel at in school what was your subjects
1: <laughs> man you want to know something funny, yeah, nothing really? you't like you didn't take to school? I was a super average student. I yeah. feel like I feel like I always did enough to get by not saying that I wasn't smart or intelligent, I just think that i wasn't I wasn't into it uh-huh. you know
0: what I'm saying uh-huh well, were you into were were you pursuing creativity from a young age though definitely, uh, in, definitely. in what outlets uh, I was in uh
1: I had a drama class mm-hmm. shout out to Mr mcKinney uh <laughs> Drama class and then I, I played football and then um I was in band. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um drama class. So you used to act? Used to act,
1: you know what I'm saying? A little yeah. bit. A little bit of improvising Oh, you did some improv? A
0: little UCB action?
1: a little bit Really? Nah, I, nah. I, I don't think I was amazing Yeah But I, uh It's something I want to get into later Like, in my Later in life but, Yeah But I enjoyed that class too it was How like, old
0: were you when you started that? In high school? Yeah, it was high school Yeah Yeah uh, Drama nerds weren't, like, looked down upon in your school or what? Mm-hmm. It was cool?
1: It was I mean, to be honest It was, like, football play. I, I feel like it was, like, a class that people didn't mind taking mm-hmm. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, it was I don't know,
0: yeah.
1: And then um, what was the, what was the class called? Because the drama teacher was also the um, he also had a teacher student student teacher program. Yeah, where we would like go to other like the elementary schools and read books and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. It was cool. Not nah, yeah. it wasn't really looked down upon. Like yeah, that, right. Because it was like star football players that was in the class and shit yeah. too. Like you know what I'm saying. What
0: like, you play in band? Uh, saxophone oh shit that's a very very fucking sexy instrument it, it is not yeah. not then it wasn't right <laughs> did, you weren't you weren't Kenny G yet man hell no
1: <laughs> I, uh, what age did you pick it up I picked it up in middle school so like sixth grade yeah sixth grade and then um my eighth grade year I did marching band Ooh. for the high school and then got to high school got out of band played football uh-huh. and I did ROTC. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you thinking about joining the Army or what? Man, it crossed my mind. My sister was in it, so, you know what I'm saying? like It was kind of like, my sister's like the shit. Like, she was fucking straight A student, just did everything the right way, just Mm -hmm. good. So, it was like, I'm trying to live up to her. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? like Mm -hmm. So, I was kind of like following in her footsteps, but... No, it was it wasn't the path for me. But my, she did. She
0: didn't end up going in the military either. But oh, yeah. she
1: didn't. No, no, no.
0: You know, my, my that's how we ended up in Alaska. My dad was in the Air Force. Okay, and so this is kind of a side, a tan, tangential so, thing. So good, uh, but. It. It kind of it kind of like upsets me or makes me kind of grossed out when I hear all these people that are like civilian families talking about like this disrespectful to the troops and like oh <laughs> man these people fought for our freedom and I'm like y'all motherfuckers don't really understand why people join the military because my dad joined the military to escape poverty you know yes, what I'm saying like, exactly. he was in a fucking rural Pennsylvania steel town yeah. and he didn't want to be a steel worker so he said I'm going to join the air force because I flunked out of college yep. I don't want to be poor the rest of my life yep. and so he joined the military and, and I think like That's what doesn't get Acknowledged in this In this country enough Is that no, like, Everybody's a patriot The army is a way Out of the fucking Sticks yeah, You know what I'm saying exactly. Or out of the hood Or out of whatever yeah, You yeah, know Exactly um, But anyway That's my nah, that, end, end of my tangent
1: But that's true though yeah. That's true though A lot of people Or oh, I mean There's a joke that mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Where I'm from And then I, I think I just For a lot of other people too But mm-hmm. it's like uh, A lot of people Go into the military To get like a nice car.
0: Yeah, exactly. You, <laughs> and then... Yo, you're 18, you get out of high school, you get this bonus, and yeah. like, what am I going to get? I'm, I'm going to get, get a get fucking a, Camaro. Oh, a Charger. Yeah, exactly. a Charger. Come no, on, you know what's That's up. That's it. Hey, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, I, I grew up on a military base, right, in Alaska, and by the time I was like a sophomore, junior in high school, yeah. the the airmen in the military were the same dudes chasing after the same girls that i'm chasing after because it's these 18 year old dudes that are just out of high school and they got the money now they they got money and they they got a car they be at the bowling alley or the burger king the same place that i am going like oh that 16 year old girl looks approachable and i'm like hey this is my 16 year old with sparries
1: khakis and a polo
0: feel me like (laughs) or some Jordans." Uh, it's funny because any City that's like a military Military town You yeah. know what I mean Like the The townies Like the locals yeah. and then the And then the airmen Or the The, uh, the, the army dudes I can't remember what they're called uh, But anyway They're just like Fucking beef dog <laughs> They're just always fighting at bars and shit Like yeah,
1: They're going in They, yeah. got, they got a little uh, ego on them. You know what I mean yeah. But
0: anyway Okay so You didn't join the army That's I good I did
1: join I was a, I, So when I was about to join the army though yeah. It was um It was like from So 2000 2009 I graduated high school I yeah. went to uh, South Carolina State mm-hmm. University And then um, First year Deansley. Second year was just not going to class, really, and Just uh, staying in my dorm
0: making music and hold going. on. We just skipped too far ahead because I still <laughs> want to talk about the saxophone. <laughs> oh, so- <laughs> come back, come back, come back. Wait, come back, wait, wait, wait. wait. Did, you, did, you, did. You, did you learn how to read music and all that? Yeah, you got, yeah. You got I, good at I it.
1: learned theory and, and learned ear, theory? ear training and stuff like that, and then I uh, started playing in church.
0: Looking back now, do you think that's helped you with your process today? For sure. Yeah, yeah. Because you could probably sit down on the keys and plunk out whatever now. It's funny enough, I, I, I'm rusty with theory. Yeah.
1: Um, but my ears, my ears clean. Yeah. Uh, I, un- I don't want to say unlearn, but I, I kind of like left everything alone to just like figure things out on my own. Uh-huh. So I, I'm self-taught on keys
0: Yeah. after post saxophone. So I'm self-taught on keys and self-taught on guitar. You you use a lot of samples. Yeah. Mm hmm. Do you have that thing where you can like hear samples from different songs and, and know that their key is the, the same and they'll work together? Yeah yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And then sometimes if they don't, then, uh. You can pitch them and, yeah, like, but we well, you know that, like, oh, these are in tune with each we other. We can tweak for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's type. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's like kind of a a thing that people that don't work on music don't know about, but it's like a weird superhuman ability. Cause well,
1: some people have it that don't even like yeah. do music. It's, yeah, it's yeah. dope though. Like, oh, yeah. man, it sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. You know what right. I'm yeah. yeah. Cause I can't do that. Like if I listen to two different songs that are in uh, different tempos and shit, I can't be like, Oh, that fucking socks from, from that will fit over these keys from this song. If I just stretch it the right way. Okay. And yeah. when I meet people that do that, I'm just amazed. That's exactly how I produced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's tight. Um, so in f- in high school you quit band start playing football quit band start playing football you what a cornerback corner how'd you know man come on i i, <laughs> I don't know because i'm not even a football fan i just look at people's you want to know something yeah. funny i'm a football fan but yeah. i'm not
1: like a diehard like yeah. i'm not like to, for me it was like my my friends they were doing it yeah and it was like man, i don't want to be left out. i want to be out there and it 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 built a lot of character for me it gave yeah. me something that i didn't have as uh-huh. far as like I guess, like, the drive to, like, push through some shit.
0: Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? That was that, your first time playing? You didn't play p v That league? shit was hell. I did play p v Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But
1: I'm, I just wasn't as, like, like, all my friends, they're, like, diehard sports fans. They're, like, they're all, they all go crazy for it. They yeah. know They know stats, they know history, they yeah. know. Future, you know what I'm saying? They're they're scouting and shit. Like they know what's up, you know what I'm saying. And I just knew how to run and hit. I just exactly, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but I I enjoyed it, you know what I'm saying for sure. What's
0: the football culture like in South Carolina? Is it like live or die football type shit? What? Yeah, yeah. Friday Night Lights. Yeah,
1: that's 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 it exactly. Right. right. Everybody like they go crazy for it. Uh huh. Yeah. Were you good? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't the. I wasn't the best, but I wasn't the worst. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like. Out of my out of my friends, like me and me and all my friends play DB. Uh huh. Um, that's me and my other three friends. Uh-huh. But like, there was only one friend that was like ahead of me as far as like starting.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but was, were you getting recruited or anything for college? Hell no. Okay. Were you trying to redshirt when you went to college? Hell no. No, nothing
1: like that. I didn't care enough to, I didn't care enough to even want to do that. that. When I graduated. Yeah. All right. The day before, the day before my graduation, I was listening to Wee Major, uh, uh, Kanye West. Uh I knew what I wanted to do. Mm. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew exactly. I was, I knew, I knew I was going to college, but I knew. I knew what I was what I was trying to accomplish. You know uh-huh, what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like I felt it.
0: Yeah, I felt it. That was your guy, Kanye. Yes. Yeah. For Kanye for sure. Pharrell. Yeah. 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 And you could hear that influence in your music for certain. That's dope. I appreciate uh, it. Did, were you picking up beats? Were you picking up working on beats in high school already? Um. Yeah. So A uh, bit. I started. How? What grade are you in? You're 13. Uh, eighth
1: grade, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it was probably like eighth. 7th yeah. or 8th grade yeah. But my mom um, She was teaching like GD classes And stuff like that So she always had like These laptops uh-huh. um, Just like at the house Or like You know It was her work laptops Yeah yeah um, So I would I took one of the laptops and I put like a uh, FL Studio on there.
0: That's and, the one.
1: Yep, I put I got I put it on there and then just like me and that computer were like inseparable. It was like that little IBM laptop. Yeah, uh, with the little red eraser right. thing and the fucking um, yeah. It's keyboard. funny. Every
0: anybody that ends up with a PC laptop, they get on FL, and anybody that ends up with a Mac, they get on Ableton. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but for my money, the people that end up on FL make better beats. I don't know. Amen. Shots fired.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. The funny thing about yeah. it is like. I, I wasn't aware of, about uh of Ableton until I moved to Atlanta and Cannon showed it to me. Yeah. yeah and he was like, "Man, you need to get on this." you know, said like, Cannon? Yeah, yeah. in Can- like Cannon. Yeah, Cannon. Yeah, wow. Don Cannon. Oh, that's a, a little saying. that's
0: a little flex right there, I think. That a To me flex. it was oh, I <laughs> <man>. <laughs> feel it. That was a good that was now, a good name drop. That's the big homie. Man. Yeah. Uh
1: but um but yeah, like just taking those laptops and just like everywhere I go just making sure I had them and then I had I met uh I met a well, I had a friend um from the from school, who uh-huh. was into music? His uh-huh. name was uh Matic Estrada. I don't know if you went through my music like that, uh-huh. but he's in, he's in there, like okay. in some of the older stuff. Uh-huh. But, um, but Maddox was like the rapper in school. Maddic and then Blaze, like they were the they were the rappers. They was rapping, producing their own stuff. But it, it was young. They were selling their CDs at the school. Like I'm like I was into it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This so was I, when you went to college or in high
0: school? No, this was when in I was high in, in high school. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, and um. And they they had it popping like you They're know older than you yeah well uh Maddick Maddick was uh, a year up on me and then um, Blaze was in the same grade as me but Blaze Blaze rapped but Blaze was like also like star basketball player at the school uh, and shit. like yeah yeah so he so he had just all the chips like he was he was that guy yeah. and he, and he had like a, a red beamer oh god He had a red
0: beamer too so he basically didn't leave any women for anybody else that's <laughs>
1: Let him tell you.
0: He's still that guy too. He's still that guy. Shout That's, out Blaze. Shout out to Blaze. Uh, um. So, in w- when you're making those beats with Blaze and Matic, like, are you, did you have rapping in your mind or or mostly just like I want to be a, a producer? I had like hook ideas and stuff yeah. like that. I would try them. I
1: wouldn't try them around like Blaze or or like anybody else. But me and Matic really. Why? Had, like, like you were shy or what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I w- I would definitely say that. Um. Matic, I feel like he. He he was like a little bit more like me, so I would like express to him like what I was trying to do and stuff like that, and he would like, he was like, man, man you should do it, just do it, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I I would always write stuff and just kind of like keep it to myself. So I focused during this time. I just focused on production. Were, as fo- as were
0: you pretty introverted or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Coming up, like I didn't, quiet dude. I, I didn't come
1: out until like right before I caught a hit yeah. uh, in like 2000. 2013 Really? I said yeah, yeah. And you, funny enough You wanna know what it was? Uh-huh. I had to work Well I was working at Publix Which is yeah. a You know a grocery mm-hmm. store I was working in a deli mm-hmm. And I They like I had to greet people Before they greet You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Before they greeted me And it was like and just just being in that environment in the grocery store and just like always interacting with people, it was just like perfect timing. Right before I caught a hit, because like after I caught the hit, I was able to walk in the room and walk up to people that I don't know and say what's up and just be able to build with them and have conversation mm. from nothing to something. So it was like I say God's timing as far as like
0: yeah
1: how that was supposed to go because I wasn't I'm not the, I wasn't this person that I am today yeah in high school
0: and then as a child you were just quiet I was chilling I wasn't like
1: I wasn't like super loner like everybody you know what I'm saying I knew everybody and everybody spoke and we spoke but and you know I had my moments with everybody but I wasn't like trying to be the center of attention if that makes any sense yeah. right
0: right yeah. which is funny because people that have people whose first inc- uh inclination is to be a rapper they are wanting to be the center of attention.
1: they're like look at me yellow. right right yeah.
0: but yeah you look at people that are the great like rapper producers in history and they they always seem like kind of the guy who's like will listen more than he talks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You look at your like alchemists or your like Dillas Ooh. or or you know what I mean. Exactly. Those are guys who would get in a room with all those guys who want to be the center of attention and,
1: and just like just listen and play learn. The background. And, yeah, and play yeah. the background,
0: but then come out with the fire. And that was, that's what that's what I thought I wanted to be
1: at first. But then as time went on, I. uh I realized that there wasn't there wasn't a voice for me anymore like i got I got used to how that, that I felt like the voice for me was like a Kanye mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying like a Pharrell and it's mm-hmm. like not saying that they're still not saying things that I agree with and saying and giving me that feeling, but it's it's still not the feeling that I felt when I first heard their music, and mm-hmm. it was like man, this is what I wanna do, like you know what I'm saying, and it's like okay. It's, it's not there anymore for you Because you're supposed to be there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's time it's, You know
0: what I'm saying it's, yeah. it's time for you to like Step up and do that So Right You know Yeah that magic that you That you feel for music as a kid Starts to wane off a little bit When you start to see behind the magic You know what I mean It sucks It does <laughs> the, When the mystery's gone And you see like the, the inside baseball shit You know what I mean Like It does suck But yeah. at the same time Like I, You start to see both sides Like Chanel You know what I mean Like right. You start to see the bigger picture and, and th- when that mystery is gone, it can be very helpful. It, yeah. it can be disheart- disheartening. Disheartening. But it's also like, it, it helps like make the, the right moves. You the know?
1: magic yeah. comes, now the magic comes from people telling me that I inspired them. Right, because
0: you're going to be someone's Kanye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I, I pray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,. So in high school, you're working with Matic and Blaze and things are going good. What like what what, what um, media platforms are out there? And are you putting them on SoundCloud or what? Man, who, MySpace.
1: MySpace, yeah, okay. I'm putting my beats on MySpace. Yeah. Um, was it, I mean, I, I didn't really put my shit on, I mean, I was just like downloading shit. Yeah, right. Because I was listening to shit. But a, a lot of the shit I was keeping to myself or yeah. just like running into people and just like, hey, check this out, you know. And they were, they were on like spit your game and uh sound click and yeah, all these yeah i wasn't a fan of SoundClick just from, from the jump i was never they, like it, I, got, I got in trouble with uh with this the other day but I, i'm not a fan of like sound click because i felt like it like diminished the value of you you know as a mm-hmm. producer if everybody had access to your shit then mm-hmm. it was like you're not really like exclusive but meantime yeah. i'm not I'm not thinking about the fact that, man, you're a fucking little kid from South Carolina. Right. Nobody give a fuck about you. Like, right. what are you talking about exclusive? Like, yeah. get your shit out there. You know right. what I'm saying? So I, I I, applaud the people who did it, but I just never felt that way. I always felt like I was going to figure it
0: out, uh-huh. how, how to get my shit to people yeah. in another way. And so by the time you graduate high school, you have like a little uh, catalog of music already out there, right? A, a catalog of beats, uh, beats, and and music with other rappers. Is anybody like hitting you up about beats at that point? Like while you're in high school, like did you ever have any like shock and awe moment? Like damn, I can't believe so and so just got in my inbox. Nah, not yet. Nah. Okay. It was just it was local. So whatever. did it? Se- but did it seem as? Did it seem attainable at the time? Like did you think like this is where my life is heading, or were you just kind of going with it?
1: I always felt like it. Actually, I take that back. Yeah. There was, there was. I was with um so C4 bombs. I don't even know if you know about I don't, C4. No. C4 did Nothing on You he did, he did He produced Nothing on You For Gucci Man and okay. He produced uh, Thieves in the, in the Night For Young Thug Okay um, he's, done, he's done a lot of shit But like He was like my one of my best friends But he Me, him, and DJ Spins You know who DJ Spins is? No From Hoodridge Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, okay Yes, I do Okay, me, him and uh, We all went to the same church In Augusta no. So this is where it comes yeah. back around In yeah. Augusta, Georgia We yeah. went to the same church uh, Tabernacle And how we got close was we went on church trips and we was all like trying to sneak out of the hotels and go to the other girls' rooms and right. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like kid shit, kid shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We was being bad, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, Spins was a DJ. Spins was a DJ, mm-hmm. and he moved to Atlanta. I'm, I feel like I'm Am nah, I going go too fast forwarding. No, go ahead. Nah, go. All ahead. right, cool, cool, cool. But he uh, Spins Spins moved to Atlanta to uh to be you know, to be a DJ and yeah. you know, he was doing the production thing too. He ended up catching like hits with like Travis Porter and Cash Out and uh-huh. so, I mean, uh yeah, cash out and, and things like that. But we I was still in school at the time, but, you know, he was in Atlanta doing his thing and I ended up like I said, moving to atlanta uh-huh. um, s- sleeping on the on uh blaze c four and Matic they uh-huh. ended up getting a crib together, and I was sleeping on the couch uh-huh. and in the closet sometimes <laughs> 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 but um but yeah, and then um c four ended up signing with spins uh-huh. and then I was like, man, I wanna do this too, man. what's up? Uh-huh. you know what I'm saying so I just i was I was around too, and I talked to spins and spins put me on and that's who placed uh, You do Know for me, which took me out of here. Uh, you Don't no, Rocco Future Girls. Okay. Um,
0: wait, like, y- you you produced you it? Only- you- I produced it. I didn't know that. Oh, that's fine. What? i didn't know that i like that's that. it that's that's your beat yeah the fucking brown like yep, that yep. that's you yeah fuck you I, can't, <laughs> I cannot believe that i didn't know that no nah, that's dope bro so when you say catch a hit that's the song See, you're talking about you don't you even know yeah yeah. that's dope wow. as fuck that you don't know that you know you know I, why? Knew you, I know you as i knew you as a rapper i don't really look i don't really check production credits like that that's to be honest. dope as fuck yeah because everybody like I had no idea that was you Because like when that beat came out I remember like my underground rap friends in LA Being like Oh we're gonna make mixtape ta- mix joints over this beat You <laughs> That's know what I mean fire. And the first time I heard it I was like uh, I was like wait what, What's those well, I don't get it Why? Because it, it didn't hit me like immediately No yeah. shade and nah, then, good. But now But then like that was 2013 right? Yeah I yeah, put yeah. that song That was on like my favorite rap songs of the year list That's You know how I what I mean felt. Like I love that song yeah. yeah Even though Rick has a problematic verse on it But still Who, who counted?
1: <laughs> right <laughs>
0: but it did a lot for me. I'm sure. That, I mean, <laughs> that must have been a nice little. That must have been a nice little something. Something. I'm sure. Man, no, wow. Was, I had no. When you were saying that, I'm going like, yeah. I know the title that you're talking about, but I'm like, it can't be that song. That's not, not the song. that song. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, that's it. That's yeah. tight, man. Fuck. Uh, so how long were you out of college at that point? Like, had you just dropped out? I from? just dropped
1: out. I dropped out in 2011. I, I had been out of school for two years. You went to, to uh, what? One year or two years of college? Uh.
0: Live I it. I only I mean I didn't graduate. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I did uh, two years. And were you
0: living in the dorms there? Yep. Yeah, and just banging out beats. Because you said the first year, you first did year, good.
1: first year, good. Dean's list, all
0: that. Uh, second year got
1: tassels and everything. Yeah. My mom was so
0: proud. Yeah, and then the second year you just caught the Holy Ghost. Se- and you're in the in the. Basically, I got a work
1: I got a work study job yeah. at the school, uh-huh. and I would go to that, and yeah. then uh, like from that would be in early in the morning. I leave there. I would go to the store behind the um <laughs> I'll go to the store behind the um behind the school, go get a little Mad Dog 2020 and a uh-huh. four loco, uh-huh. a black and mild and then I'm banging out beats.
0: Wow. Damn. So that's how you got placements was just you moved to a couch in Atlanta. Yeah. Or, yeah, in Atlanta. A, cou- a
1: couch and and I had a I had a girlfriend at the time. I was Yeah, was she living the, out there? Sne- yeah, she was at Georgia State. I was yeah.
0: uh, I was in her dorm. Just sneaking me in the dorm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh I feel like I should do more research for interviews now that you just said <laughs> that. Like, no, I, you caught it, me so off guard because now I'm like, okay, well yeah. Now to be describe. honest, yeah. for
1: me, I mean for a lot of people they might feel like, man, you don't know shit about me. Yeah. But for me, I feel like it's dope. It's dope to know that I'm past the you know, just being yeah. the you do even know guy Because yeah. for a long time, that's how I felt Yeah, right
0: you know what I'm Yeah, so, okay, yeah, let's talk about that Because that's something that a lot of people don't get to experience Is like, you reach <laughs> a level of success to the point where, like, you get typecasted oh, After man. you made you ain't even know, like, is people Are people going like, oh, I need a you ain't even know type beat Hold up, man, that yeah. was my life for,
1: like, <laughs> two or three years Really? What? I'm like, yo, that shit is over with Yeah And the funny thing about it, like, my I, But I wish I, what I wish I would have done was just going gone ahead and giving everybody what they asked for. Yeah, because that's what Mustard did. That's what Mike Will did. That's right. what Metro does. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That's what they,
0: I'm, almost to a certain extent though. Well, not so much with Metro. Not, yeah, I, fe- not I so feel like his shit is like ma- his his it, shit. I feel like is gonna live on and be Thomas and keep changing. I take that. I take that back. Yeah, yeah I, I I take that back. It's yeah. not.
1: It's not. uh Well, what I was gonna say. I feel like for certain things they capitalize yeah. off of certain sounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Let, well, I wanna, I'll, I wanna talk some like uh, a controversial opinion that you don't need to get involved in. But like oh. with, with someone like with someone like Mustard, like yeah, he keeps going back to that same well. You know, what I mean, he keeps yeah, dipping yeah. out of the same well. So like you, uh, a Mustard beat comes on the radio and you're like, oh, this is this a is DJ a, Mustard yeah. beat. You know what I mean? For sure. And, and then there are some beats where um I feel like, and this is all me. Your opinion is is this is not your opinion necessarily. <laughs> Just me talking. I don't to get you in trouble. This is him talking. But there are no. sometimes where I hear a mustard beat. I'm like, he couldn't have produced that. that doesn't that doesn't <laughs> sound like a mustard beat? Somebody goes produce that and he put his name. Oh on my it. god. Anyway, I don't know the ins and outs. All uh, right, but so, you want to know something funny? Yeah.
1: As I as I've grown in this uh, in this business and just and mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say this business. Well, yeah, in this business,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the term producer is different to me. Yeah. Produced by produced by means something different and and but i think i think it comes it comes with time yeah because the producer doesn't have to
0: necessarily craft a beat right he crafts the song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah he's quincy jones in it kind of exactly right? yeah because you got your beat makers who can like make a banger but then it takes yeah. someone else to kind of like put all the pieces together yeah. and i pride myself on on being
1: being all of that at any time mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like being able to like sometimes my uh, people people hit me to come write songs. Sometimes people uh, hit me come sequence songs. Sometimes it's coming that just add a eight oh eight. Sometimes it's to play keys on something. Sometimes it's to you know it's it's different things. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's all about playing your part and mm-hmm. getting getting that you know percentage.
0: So, so when you're on the couch uh in Atlanta mm-hmm. is it kind of like a beat boot camp in a sense where like you guys are just banging out stuff all the time until it, you get that placement
1: it uh it definitely it definitely was was like that but yeah. it was a it was a good it was a dope time man you want to know those something are the you, you want to yeah. know something like Everybody was coming through our crib at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Bankroll Fresh was one of the wow, wow. one of like the first people to tell me that. Like he was like, man, you really? And I'm I'm not saying this. He's saying this, but he was like, man, you you gonna be like for real, bro? Like you gonna be like. You, you're different Like you're different wow. Like don't then he was like man Don't don't switch it up Don't You know what I'm saying Do what you do Like you don't have to You don't have to be like Everything else That's going on like that But he was like One of the first people To come through the crib uh-huh. He was 2-9 um, Rome Fortune Like Yeah Everybody 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 Key Yeah Curtis Williams You know what I'm saying Everybody was coming through the and crib And that
0: was like At that time Man 2013-2014 Original F- like-
1: Fon- Fonnie Was at the Coming through the crib oh, Like, right? Yeah like All these just all these people who are now like in the positions that they're in you yeah. know what i'm saying
0: like yeah because i like i was gonna say two nine and, and key and them dudes that was like their years like that was when i was like they were hitting the scene so hard it was yeah. like 13 14 like, yep. you know um wow so when you made now i don't want to like dwell on it too long but when you made the UN, you know beat did you know like as soon as it was done like oh this is something um man i didn't know i didn't know about it till it came out because the way no, it, what, what i mean is like when you made that beat did you feel like it was a special beat or was it just another day in, in the in the studio
1: yeah i felt like it was special but i made it for asa rocky so uh, it was like i was just like man i'm gonna get this because yeah peso had just came out oh yeah and i was just like man i'm gonna get this shit to him like this shit is gonna this is gonna be it's gonna be a dope, dope uh-huh. record for him uh-huh. but
0: yeah so the spin. So I wasn't
1: dwelling on it though. Like on that beat, I had other beats that I was like fucking with.
0: pushing. Yeah. And it, so then, do you know the story of how it ended up in Rick Ross's hands? It didn't end up in Rick or, Ross's yeah. hands. Oh, and
1: it, it, Rocco, uh, okay, it, it was Rocco's song. But yeah. at the end of the day, um, no, this engineer, Caveman, he yeah. he uh, he was engineering for Future, I think, yeah. at that time, uh-huh. and um, he ha- Future had this song, and he took the he took. Apart from the song mm-hmm. He took the acapella And he put it over my beat mm-hmm. And then played it for Rocco Then Rocco did his verse Then You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying Then they sent it to Ross And then they got So it got done through Through Caveman, The engineer You know what I'm saying So
0: mm-hmm.
1: Shit that, going on outside Yeah that was but, the,
0: <laughs> That was the, the siren you play On the DJ when, Like when, <laughs> when the hot The hot new song comes out right. um, So what, yeah so when you heard the final product though you're like oh shit oh yeah no i, I called my mom i was like well, yeah, we did it. i did it <laughs> mama we made it i did it this yeah. is it this is all i
1: ever had to do this was it you know what i'm saying not knowing that there's the a lot
0: just began <sighs> just began yeah you know i'm saying so well how does life change after that then what happens
1: so after that i quit my job mm-hmm. um probably shouldn't have quit my job but right i'm glad i did yeah uh because betting
0: on yourself pays
1: off. It does. Yeah, it does. Um, but spins and and his uh the whole hoodrich team they had a studio, um, they had a studio and they just kind of like allowed us to just go there and bang out whenever we wanted. So I wasn't I wasn't really sleeping on the that uh, the couch of my friends anymore. Yeah. I was sleeping on the studio couch. Yeah, know, right. Um, with my girl. So like just crash in there and then we had a drop box um that we just all throw our beats in and then they would just go out and just try to place everything
0: so when you talk about like signing with spins that's like a publishing dealer, mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of like he's got the the facilities to kind of get people to hear the beats yeah and so everybody is just filling up this drop box full of their beats in hopes that a rapper hears it and it becomes a hit. Right? Yeah, yep. We yeah. were kind of
1: just moving, moving as a moving as a team, a unit, moving as, yeah. yeah, moving as a unit. Uh-huh. And he was just like he was just like the ringleader, you know? What I'm yeah, saying? right. So yeah, then I'm I'm st- moving at the studio all the time. Yeah. at the studio all the time, making making beats for whoever I can make them for. Uh, but for the most part, just like producing for Rome Fortune. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, shout out the, Rome Fortune, yeah, We out, had him on the show too. What's uh, so, so, yeah. up? Yeah. So like doing the, working on the beautiful pimp stuff yeah. and um just do, really that was like. The, the passion project That that was what Like 2015 Or 14 I think it I think it was 15 Yeah Right 15 or 14 yeah. But like So like You don't even know It was taking off So everybody Started hitting me up and, and things like that I ended up going To South by Southwest And meeting um, Tunde
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, DJ Tunde I don't know If you know Who that is. Uh, He, is I'm horrible at he, he runs uh, Love Renaissance okay. uh, Now he, Well he He runs With, with his others too uh-huh. but um but i met him at south by southwest and he he set me up a session back in atlanta with a writer that he was working with at dtp uh-huh. and um so i'm working in the room at, at dtp which i didn't even you know what i'm saying know that i was in dtp at the time and then Chris just walks in Chris walks in and he's like Laura. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's not how it was at all. But now uh now his um his manager Shaka Zulu and yeah. Jeff Dixon walk in uh-huh. and I didn't know who they were at the time, but they're just coming in and they're kinda just picking my brain and we're just talking and talking about festivals, talking about music, talking about, you know, where I see myself and just you know, just getting to know each other, kinda like what we're doing yeah, right, right, right here. And uh Jeff gives me his number and he's like uh he's like come back you know what I'm saying or you know hit me up if you ever need anything and, right you know what I'm saying and this would be the instance where I found my manager
0: uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So they uh, they ended up giving me a room in the. So bit. you were just a lone gun before that, like just no yeah, management.
1: I mean, yeah, basically no management. So, so like
0: th- a team for guidance, kind of like a, a te- brain trust. Yeah, but no- like the
1: team, like you know what I'm saying, like spins. They yeah. were they were helping facilitate, you know, opportunities and stuff like yeah. that. But not really having, uh, you know, somebody really just out there for me personally. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that that's what I found in you know in Jeff and Shaka, uh-huh. and then um. Yeah, they gave me a room in the in the in their building and just kind of like allowed me to just like bang out. Yeah, and just kind of like grow as a producer, grow as a writer, grow as an engineer, an artist, like everything. Yeah, you know, I would go in in the office side and and play new shit, and they'd be uh-huh. like, "Ah, that ain't it." You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just kind
0: of like coach me, you know. With that kind of management deal, is it something where like? your brain is put at ease because now like the bills are kind of taken care of because they're they're betting on you you know what i mean does that make sense i'm not trying to put the business on the streets but i'm trying to like make producers understand basically like no um no because i feel like at first
1: it was um i I feel like they saw something they saw something in me Mm -hmm. um like Jeff, he kind of kind of became like a father figure, mm-hmm. you know, in a sense. So I think he saw something uh, in me in that in that in that way. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't; it was less about business, more like making sure I was good. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah. And I feel like that's that's super important. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and but I also was like wanting to make sure that everything was everything was what it what it was what it was. You didn't want to let him down. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm i he's he's doing what he's doing for me, but I'm also doing what I'm doing for myself. too. I like I knew that I had to, I had to go. You know what right. I'm saying go hard. You yeah. know what I'm saying to make yeah. sure that everything would unfold the way that I wanted it to. Right, right. You know? So at that time, you're banging out all these beats, da 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 making all these beats. Two nine is in the front room okay. because they they ended up uh, getting managed by Jeff and Shock as well. Uh-huh. Um, and then they ended up doing. Their did you deal, have? Did you have?
0: Deal. How many people are in two nine? Oh, man. So many, right? Did you have somebody that you clicked with Honest- the most from them? As far as like someone who became like, oh, this is this is my guy. This is who I like to show my beats to first, or is that too? I I
1: played yeah I don't know I I feel like I had no because I feel like I had my moments with everybody yeah I feel like I I feel like I really had my moments with everybody Curtis was like the first person to put me on a song uh huh um, and then Jace me and Jace did started doing songs and then it just kind of like grew into everybody me just doing songs with everybody and and just kind of like yeah they they like kind of helped me with the artistry stuff like, I guess like. The building the confidence because right. me and curtis put out songs and then people started
0: hitting me up and when well, they have so many different voices in there and styles that you probably get to like stretch different parts of your creativity yeah. when working which with i'm that member. way anyway yeah. with production
1: so it was like being able to do that made it you know made it a lot better
0: yeah right yeah. at that time when you're making those beats are you also working on raps uh yeah. yeah. Yeah I am. But are did did but I'm, you not showing people or I'm what? showing people, yeah. but I'm I'm
1: real uneasy about it. I'm like Man, come here real quick, man I want to show you this You know yeah. I'm just kind of like sliding like pressing play And then I'm kind of yeah. Walking to the back of the room yeah. And just like You know what I'm saying Cause then. that
0: was the vibe That I got from you When I hit you up About this originally I, Like I said I had heard a few Of your rap songs And I was like This would be cool This would fit good On the channel And you were receptive to it But I felt like At the same time I could get the vibe That you didn't think It was the right time yet To yeah. like come
1: out As an artist Yeah, it was like Figuring out if this is Really what I want to do And that And funny enough It didn't come from. It didn't come from like just like me having the best songs or, or anything like that. Uh-huh. The the life changing moment for me was uh, opening for Big Crit and like the performance sucking. Really, and it was like you bombed. I bombed. Ugh. I didn't bomb bomb like I didn't throw up on stage or nothing. <laughs> I don't think I don't think everybody else like looked at it as like a bomb bomb, but yeah. for me it was like it didn't feel good. It didn't feel good, and it was like. I was talking to talking to Jeff about it, and uh-huh. he was like, It's either gonna make you or break you uh-huh. and I was like, I want it, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying. I told myself that, and then you know just started started working on it, making
0: what didn't feel right about that performance where was
1: it i i just I just had no confidence, yeah, I had no confidence i uh I was still uneasy about the songs that I was making and stuff like that. I wasn't really sure uh you know what i what I wanted to talk about and how I wanted to talk about things, but I felt like I just From that moment on, I just started doing everything with intention, Uh if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, what what did you learn about your voice that night? Like, when you say (laughs) you didn't know... Because, you know, I, I always talk about this, but you have your, like, literal voice, like your speaking voice, <laughs> and you have your figurative voice, like, what am I going to talk about? And you just say that that helped you find, like, what you wanted to talk about. So, what is the elevator pitch of, like, your theme now? You know what I mean? The ele- What is the elevator pitch of my theme? You know what I'm saying? Like, what did yeah, you f- what, what, did you, what do you want to talk about?
1: What do I want to talk about? I want to talk about whatever I'm going through in the, in the moment and not and, and not just
0: making a cool song. So, it's like, actu- so, like, your thing is actually keeping it real. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like,
0: approaching it from a hu- human... Uh, uh, humanity side. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: I mean it's still cool. Yeah. But it's
0: it's it's less about it being cool and more about being honest with
1: myself and, yeah. and my feelings in the moment. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then making sure that there they're records that can actually be performed. Right. And not just something that's vibing just sounds cool.
0: Yeah. That makes sense, man. I, I like the humanistic approach to rapping, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like you get to satisfy all um, aspects of your humanity through production because, like, you might have people <laughs> making jiggy-ass raps over your shit. Right. But then you don't have to necessarily make the jiggy-ass raps if you don't, don't have to. I don't have to. I don't you know? have to make the jiggy-ass yeah. raps. I can tell all the stories that I want, Yeah,
1: you know, and, yeah. and make jiggy shit, too. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, my approach to music coming from production world isn't to make a hit. Mm -hmm. there's gonna be his Mm -hmm. but it's not it's not uh it's not because i can make a song for this guy i can make a song for myself Mm -hmm. it's i make songs for this guy and i make songs for myself absolutely how do you decide what's for somebody else and what's for you Mm, usually if i uh well i take that back i was about to say uh (laughs) if i whether I, I like hearing myself on it or not, yeah. But, uh, because usually I I won't know if a song is gonna work for me un- until I hear my voice on it, right? Like physically hear my voice. Like, so like uh, you I'll, might record a demo of it or something. No, my, yeah. Like re- when I when I start recording to it, I know within like the first like ten minutes whether I'm uh, this is gonna be one that I'm keeping because I get excited about it. Yeah, I get excited enough to finish the song mm-hmm. in the moment that I'm. Okay, in the moment that I'm writing it,
0: right, yeah, so you're not someone that takes like months to write something or a week to write something. It's like you just do it that day.
1: There's some songs that I come back to, but f- but even those ones if they get if they get a little bit more difficult, they take longer, but even with those ones, I'm just so in love with the first verse in the in the in the chorus that I'm like, yeah, I'm just like bumping this shit like enough to bounce it in that moment and yeah. and just keep playing it over and over and over and then coming back to it and then finishing the song right songs that. Aren't the best ones are the ones that take the longest, you know? Right. Take the longest to even get the first verse in the in the chorus.
0: Right. Right. Um, I don't. I mean, I usually don't talk a lot about process on this show as far as the creative process, but I am curious with yours because I don't get to talk to a lot of people who like actually get placements. You know what I'm saying? So taking uh, all my secrets. No, no, I don't want to know about like. (laughs) Oh, tell me how you make a snare sound good. Not nothing like that. But I'm curious. when you're sitting down to create, for, mm-hmm. first and foremost, do you try to create every day? Do You try to create. Like, do you I treat try, it like a work schedule? I I used to treat it like a nine to five. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably a little more loose
1: now, mm-hmm. just because I know that I have to uh, live life in order to put it back into the music. There but you. um, but yeah, I'm always I'm always doing something. If not if I'm not producing, if I'm not. Uh, If I'm not producing, if I'm not recording, I'm living life and I'm writing, Mm -hmm. writing in in the midst Mm -hmm. of that. I'm laying voice notes. I'm gathering samples,
0: um, you know. Yeah, creativity is a 24-hour job. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: it's it's all the time. If not that, me and this fucking Deshaun are talking about music
0: or talking about what we need to be doing next or, you know. So that brings me to my next question, which is when you do sit down to actually make a beat like you have what your tools in front of you um do you go in with a goal or a sound of like okay you know what i know so and so is looking for beats i'm gonna like try to make something that sound like asap Rockyish or whatever <laughs> like i'm gonna try to make something for ferg today or is it just kind of like whatever happens happens and when it's done i could see somebody over this yeah um there are uh there are times where like my publisher
1: hit me up and, yeah. be like yo so and so' looking for this 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 and this right, but I don't let it dictate. I used to like early on, I was like man I'm trying to get I'm trying to get everything, so you know what I'm saying, I'm just doing whatever they' saying, like just real cookie cutter like oh, they're looking for this, okay, I'm gonna make this like this, so I'm yeah. gonna do this like this yeah, but these days I'm just kind of doing whatever I feel in the moment, you know what I'm saying, and then if I have it, I have it, if I don't, mm-hmm. I don't. And even if I don't have it, I'll probably send over what I have and see if yeah. they pick it anyway. Because that's—you we you could never—what I'm—my advice to producers who are doing it in that world that are, like, trying to place is no matter what the A&R tells you to send or whatever, like, they're not going to know what they want until they hear. Right. Yeah.
0: That's, that's kind of what I was hoping you would get at because I think— um, <laughs> I mean, I'm much older than you and had a much smaller career than, than you're going to have. But even to a point when people would try to send me beats, they'd be like, they'd be like, oh, this is what you would sound good on and i kind of be like you don't know what i would sound good like I, I would i would kind of get offended like oh this is how you hear me you know what <laughs> this, i'm saying like so this, think- you, this is what you think i want to rap over all like right. fuck dog like because i made one sad song you think- <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? all i want to do is sing yeah sad songs. exactly so that's kind of what i was wondering is like uh as you produce for people do you get surprised by their taste like oh i thought so-and-so would like this but it turns out he likes something totally different yeah like yeah.
1: All the time mm-hmm. All the time People pick the things That you never think They're gonna pick
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I sent a beat of yours To my mom A couple weeks ago Straight up Yeah because it was, <laughs> It's a funny story Well I mean it's actually The beat was on this channel Because you, you made Never right? Yeah Okay so you made Both of those beats? Uh, Second half You made the second Shout half Shout out,
1: out every... to Christo Did the first half
0: Okay so then I didn't send your beat To my mom <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> never said that mind. <laughs> You sent Christo's no, Yeah so uh, the, the Never beat Has those that infamous Switch up where jid says fucking uh what you call a bitches don't suck dick you, you know, know i love that line hilarious um amazing but n- black thought and meth were ripening over the first half of it yeah how, how crazy is that so i sent that to my mom that's the story but anyway how do you run into uh jid and earth gang and those dudes and, and start working with them too uh, around the time i did you
1: don't even know well first of all mm-hmm. i i knew them i knew about them from just being in the same scene so like two nines yeah uh black Blackwood There was a show um, What was the fucking Oh no There was a show I think it was called Spoiled Milk If I'm not mistaken I think the show was Spoiled Milk It was like the small venue Young Um, Thug was
0: there Young Thug was there Ah, I spoiled it You do you know about this? They told me this story, but tell it again, they please. They told you this story. Okay, I love so, this so I love I'll, this story.
1: damn, that's crazy. Everybody remembers that shit. Earth, Earth the, Gang.
0: These are these are those shows that like you will remember the rest of your life because it's when every it's when like not as much was on the line and everyone was still having fun. What? Right? That's crazy. So Earth Gang told us, but please tell me again. That's fire. Earth Gang. Earth Gang was
1: there. Yeah. Jid was there. Black was there. Money making. Neek. Fucking. You. I was there, man, everybody was there. Yeah. The 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 whole Atlanta was there. Two nine was there. Everybody was there. And I remember it though. But like uh I had heard about Earth Gang, I think through a song that they had with, with Neek. Uh-huh. Um, so like seeing them live was like, Oh shit, like their energy is crazy. Like yeah. they're on stage, like they're like it was really, really, really good, uh-huh. like really dope. And then J came out and he did fucking ed ed and eddie yeah funny enough that song is old as fuck yeah and it's still going like that Uh you know but they uh they performed that jill was sitting in the middle doc and venus was on both sides and then jill was just they were just like bouncing Uh and then he was just performing the song i was like yo this shit is tight yeah so you know just kind of like connecting from there and then i like i said i caught a record and then um had them come they came through the studio yeah and um and we all worked, and then, you know, I just started building with Earth Gang. We just started building, like, catalog. Mm-hmm. And then Jid would come by himself sometimes, and me and him would build and just, you know, just kind of, like, bond. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's tight. And I never, never would have thought that— Not saying never would have thought, like, I didn't think, didn't believe in them, but, like— Their the,
0: trajectory has been amazing over the last couple years. It's fucking amazing. Yo. Because
1: I, nobody—I I think it's more so about, like— the dreamville like that we couldn't we could have never guessed that yo Cole is a very good A&R, apparently. Like, he has good,
0: he has a good ear for like. Cole does, and so does the rest of the Dreamville the, sure. team. Sure. I like, don't know the whole Dreamville team, yeah, that's yeah, the whole thing. So I'm just, I'm only using the face, obviously. Yeah, 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 but for like, sure. whoever's running the fucking, whoever's running the label over there, <laughs> they know what they're doing because they, they curate it very well. Yeah. I mean, Ari Lennox, all them, like, Man. Boz, everybody yep. is fucking dope. Boz, Luke, yeah. everybody. Everybody's dope. Yeah. But yeah, I- I'll tell you, like, when I, one of my buddies sent me n- never he sent me like never on soundcloud i think like it when it had like barely when any it first it, came out, any yeah. views and he was like yo i know this guy's manager and this dude is the truth and he's going to be next and that was the only song that was on his soundcloud i think at the time or yeah. something and i was like all right <laughs> i mean this sounds fucking dope i was like all right i'll have him on and it got off to such a slow start and now it's like one of the biggest videos on our channel because like crazy. he's just blowing the fuck up he's going crazy yeah yeah um but yeah i don't know man what What else have you been working on now
1: he's a great man Um, just my stuff to yeah. be honest like yeah, yeah.
0: um just been
1: kind of focused on that not even just kind of focused on that. Like that's that's my main focus right yeah. now. Is just making sure that I put this. on. Um,
0: How does it feel? We're concentrating more on your own artistry. Is it more stressful or is it more cathartic? What is it? It's
1: the the getting the music out is a process that that takes like a lot of like a lot of a uh, power. I guess that you know. But um, but overall, like I'm more
0: relaxed. You mean getting the music like out. In, in, yeah. Into audio form, or you mean like no, marketing no, no, no. it, Getting, marketing like yeah, marketing y- it, making yeah. making sure the the rollout is right. You
1: know, making sure that
0: man, people don't tell you like what a process that is it's when you a start.
1: Fucking process, it's a pain in the ass. But it's a it's good to learn. It's good to learn, especially now in the where we're at, where me and my team we're independent right now. So, mm. I'm I'm. It's a headache sometimes, but I love it at the same time because now, you know. After this is gonna be it should be You know mm-hmm.
0: should get easier and easier And we should You know Right And that's the thing Is that you always think It's gonna get easier But <laughs> every time That you put something out The landscape has changed so mm-hmm. much And it changes now So quickly so That you're always having to rethink Yeah You can learn from your last release Every time yeah. And know what works and doesn't but, but you're
1: training that muscle That that brain You know what I'm saying You're training your brain To, to think of new yeah. in, in, uh, ways And yep.
0: just being Marketing innovative. in and of itself Is an art form It's, it's a crea- It's creativity and and it is something where like if you if you force yourself to learn to love it, it can become as much as part of the creative process as making the music mm-hmm. is. You know, yep. uh, the issue with that is sometimes like when you do take the independent route, like it, it's this balance where you have to you have to not invest too much of your heart into marketing, and you and, but you have to invest like you have to like not ignore it while you're making the music right. either. It's yeah. fucking it's hard, man. It is, yeah. it is. But I love it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> At the same time, yeah, man. man. Are you still in Atlanta right now? You still uh, yeah, there? yeah, I'm okay. still in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you're out here for what? A couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Just I'm, I'm, I'm out here for there. a couple of weeks. Uh, just working on some uh,
1: TV and film stuff.
0: How do you? Oh, how's that? That's dope. Is it? It's a headache too. E- harder than rap stuff or easier? It's.
1: It's easier. It's easier in a sense, but it's not uh, stimulating. Different part
0: of the brain, or, or it's not stimulating? It's work. It's yeah. it's work. It's not. Uh, it's not being creative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh, we need this kind of mood for this moment, and mm-hmm. no samples got to be. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. That's cool though. I mean, fuck. That sounds. That's probably a good. i of
1: Yeah, it's my job. Yo,
0: entertainment industry. That's, a, that's pays my job. Beer. That's the job part of my career. There oh, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you're if if making music is your fucking 9 to 5 job, like you, you did all right, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, like, no, for sure. That's that's good. Um so talk to me about working with Cole on uh for your eyes only. Uh crazy. Yeah. Um I met
1: I met Cole through Earth Gang and yeah. J mm-hmm. um and you know, uh Earth Gang well, uh, Doc sent me Cole's number and said, yo, he wants to holler at you or whatever. Oh, shit. I, I text him.
0: Yeah.
1: Didn't text back. It was like almost, I'm not even going to say how long because I don't want to put him out there. Right. Like it was a minute before he hit back. When he hit back, he was like, oh shit, man, I don't be, I I, I believe him too. He yeah. he doesn't fuck with his phone like that. I'm you sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, he hit me and he invited me to the shelter. Uh huh to come, you know, just come vibe out and work and create, you know what I'm saying? And I get there, and it's like fucking the X-Men, like, you know, the X-Men, you know, you know, like the, I can't remember what X-Men movie it was, but it's like, you walk in the in the doors of, like, the, the buildings, like, yeah. everybody's showing their powers and right, shit like that, you right, saying that. Right. And that? And that's that's what it felt like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Earth Gang was there, Jid was there, Ari was there, uh-huh. Loot was in and out, um cause wasn't there uh Uh, deputy was there um cam obi was there like you know all these different producers artists right like everybody and it was just like just in like mad different rooms yeah mad different rooms some people in the same room some people bouncing bouncing uh off the other rooms and shit like that and it was just like man this is this is where i need to be you know what i'm saying it it just kind of felt like home um it was dope though you know what i'm saying but um but yeah like the first I get there Cole's not there Uh Like I said It's just everybody else Cole gets there He takes everybody To the movies You yeah, like, What'd you guys go see? We saw what's That fucking movie With Leonardo DiCaprio Fighting a bear
0: and shit Oh yeah Yeah I know what you're talking about Uh The, the Revenant. Revenants. Revenant 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 Revenant? Yeah, Revenant yeah Revenant Yeah There you go He was fighting bears that movie it, was boring as shit. Fuck that movie, but whatever. It
1: was, it was all right. It was, it was kind of interesting. It did get boring
0: at It was beautiful, but I'll tell you, <laughs> I fell asleep four different times trying to get through it. Okay. That yeah, is what it I is. Feel, I feel it is what it is. But that's how he took you guys to the movies. He, so, he,
1: he took us to the movies, just like on some kind of vibe shit. I'm like, yo, was, oh shit.
0: Like, that was probably kind of disarming, huh? It took the, took like the. um Just at the movies with Cole. Yeah. Whoa, all right. Right. Ooh. Yeah,
1: but, um, but just kind of from there and just kind of, like, building with him. So just uh, we get back to the studio or, you know, we get back to the uh, the shelter and, and just, like, everybody's playing their shit and stuff like that. And then, like, in between there, I just, like, get alone time to just, like, kick it with one-on-one with Cole and just, like, playing the music. Yeah. Playing
0: the, playing the, my artistry and him giving me, And he's know, obviously t- an accomplished producer in his own right. Exactly. So, like, you guys could probably not just talk vibes, but you could really talk shop. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm
1: saying. So we're just trading. You know, ideas not not ideas or just talking about music and you know just Process, just like filling each other. out yeah. You know what I'm saying. And um and I play in my stuff. Like,
0: oh, you compressed your drums like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I did not talk like yeah, that. I'm <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> But
1: uh but he ended up giving me some some production and um and just kinda going from there or whatever. I'm kinda like, Oh, I'm geeked up about mm-hmm. it and shit mm-hmm. like that. But um anyway, time goes by. Mm-hmm. Uh I go back I'm I'm back home and I go back and then uh I find out that he's going to New York to work on a project mm-hmm. and I'm just like uh I hit him up, I'm like, Yo, is it cool if I come out there or whatever? He's like, Yeah, just come do you or whatever. I uh I figured out a place to stay. I bought my own ticket and shit like that. Wow. Then, You know, I was yeah. just like, kind of just like, Ubering, like on my last, on my last bread, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, and betting just, on yourself. Yeah, betting on myself and yeah. just kind of going out there and then, um, fucking, just being around. I just, you know, I just, I didn't think I was going to be working on anything or anything. I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, I was hopeful, but I didn't know. But, uh, he put me in the room. I was in a way Elite, uh, I think Depp, Depp ended up coming through, and, and everybody met a lot, a lot of people was coming through. Musicians, he had musicians coming through, and I ended up just kind of like giving my opinion on certain things, and just you know just started you know taking taking instruments or giving ideas to the musicians and stuff like that. And I'm doing shit, but I'm not thinking because my up until that point. I, I don't feel like I'm doing anything unless I'm physically making the beat yeah. myself. You kn- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I came in on post production if that makes any mm. sense. And you know, so that that trip lasts maybe like a week or whatever. I go back home and then so time goes by and, you know, I hit Cole about some random shit. Maybe I hit I hit Cole about uh the song he produced for me, Supply of Love. Okay. Um Trying to figure out if if I'm gonna get it cleared or whatever or we're yeah. talking about it or whatever, he's like,' oh yeah, by the way, uh, um, you made the album blah blah blah, you know what I'm saying, like I'm like, for real? what you know what I'm saying? he's telling me you know it's for for helping with you know four eyes only yeah, and everything, which is like the longest song, it's like the for me it's like my favorite one of my favorite songs on there, yeah. to the, uh mentality, but uh but yeah, made the album, and you know.
0: Well, what's that like stepping into that room? Did, I think about um, you know chain of command stuff uh, when you're in a studio. Like mm-hmm. some the artists are very sensitive. You know For what I'm sure. saying? And 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 um, you know people get their toes stepped on easy. Did you ever feel like when when you're walking in and bouncing ideas? Did you? What goes through your head of like, ooh, uh, you know, I want to say this, but like, should I say this? Does that ever happen? Or is it just kind of like, I feel this, like you guys should know what I'm thinking right
1: because now? Because of how honest he is yeah. and how brutally honest he is sometimes, yeah. Um, I, I felt comfortable with letting him know how I felt too about certain things. okay. And I I think uh, overall that made him respect it. Well, respect my opinion and respect when i have an opinion because i feel like there's times there's times where maybe i I don't have an opinion and i I just won't say anything yeah. or anything like that but when i do have something to say i say it and it means it means a lot for him to respect that you know what i'm saying like yeah. for him to for him to see something in me enough to tell the other artists maybe in his camp that, you know, hey, yo, you should fuck with like Yeah. Uh, for, you know, for figuring out how to structure your album mm-hmm. or doing post-production for your album or figuring out the sequence or whatever it might be, you know what I'm saying? And
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think that I don't take that shit lightly at all.
0: Right, Especially Connor,
1: Yeah, coming from somebody like him, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, one of the biggest guys in the world. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's fantastic. And there's, there's other people that he holds to that same, yeah. you know what I'm saying, Standards like, by no means am I... I I feel special but i you know what I'm saying, but I know that that it's uh it's everybody,
0: yeah, you
1: know what I'm saying everybody that he he's just he's just the type of person that that puts people in positions that he believes in,
0: yeah that's great yeah um so what do your folks think about what you're doing now happy happy yeah happy happy i was with uh <laughs> i was with my my
1: mother my grandmother and my um my sisters. Uh at the South Carolina State Fair, um like two weeks ago. Somebody recognized you? Somebody recognized (laughs) you. My grandma. That's how it becomes real. Man, I was like there couldn't be better timing yeah, You know what I'm saying exactly. like, You know what I'm saying It, it was really dope My yeah. uh, my grandmother She it, I think it's like The second time it happened with, with my grandmother So she was like
0: This is real Yeah That's you know? great Yeah, yeah no, That's I, tight man Getting recognized In front of family members That makes it like Very visceral Like oh yeah. What you're doing Is working out Right Um So what does uh, Wise Eyes think about it Wise Eyes <laughs> dads? Wise Eyes Yeah, what, yeah. Uh, what, what does he think about um Carrying the torch Is he happy for you too Yeah, Yeah Yeah, yeah. He's happy. He, yeah. He
1: uh he he loves talking about music anyway. Like every time I talk to him, he uh he's telling me about some new program. He got old guys love. Programs,
0: I don't know. What, I what do you mean, like volunteer programs or what? <laughs>
1: no, volunteer. What do, programs. You, what do you mean? Oh, like, oh, no, like, like uh, VSTs and, VSTs, and, and, and uh, yeah, yeah. And, oh, and, oh, like, oh, and, oh and, man, and I just and shit yeah, like that. I just got like, the new Waves package. Yeah. The the conversation that you thought I had with Cole is the conversation I always have with my dad. Your dad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's funny because my producer is like a forty year old dude, oh, and, straight up. <laughs> and he's always like, "Oh yeah, man, I just got this new f- fucking VST. It's gonna yeah. be really useful for the next record type shit." Yeah. It's funny, like yeah, old dudes do love talking about that. Yeah um so okay one last thing that i know about is uh and it's a, it's an ongoing theme on this show too every time i watch an insecure episode somebody that we've had on the program one on of there. their songs ends up in insecure or in the case of like sid of the internet right. she just ends up acting in the show oh, it's crazy. But yeah, you got a placement or some placements in insecure uh one, one? Well, well, on, the, now- on the soundtrack well yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well yeah on the soundtrack well yeah, yeah, yeah. did it end
1: up in an episode well, no, it wasn't uh, on the soundtrack. It was oh, in the episode. It was in an episode. It was in the season finale. Oh, in the finale, that's tight. Finale, it was crazy. Wh- wh- what scene was it? It was um, it was this scene. It was you watched the show. I, I of do, course. I do, yeah. Okay, um, it was um, my guy Lawrence. Yeah, I'm Team Lawrence. Team Lawrence on. Lawrence Hodge. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Lawrence was walking back to the uh, back to the crib for the last time. They uh-huh. moved everything out uh-huh. and stuff like that. So it's like. It looks slow mo, but it's not slow mo. But it's like a minute spot with no dialogue, and I was geeked. I was like, "What the fuck?" How's that feel seeing that for the first time? That shit was amazing. Like I was, I because I told myself um, last season that I wanted to be, I wanted to have something on here, and I thought, it, you know, it would have been something I produced, or mm-hmm. you know, even even if it was my song, I didn't, I would never never thought it would be a minute spot with in the season finale with
0: no dialogue right like that and that's like right towards the last 10 minutes of the episode Crazy. right and yeah. produced by J. Cole. oh wow yeah so that was a fucking outstanding look what yeah
1: that's a great look the greatest look you could i think you could get hell yeah man so that's my introduction to a lot of people that's fantastic
0: uh, it's funny because like whoever curates the music on that show they have very similar tastes shout to us. To, shout out, out to Miles and Kier. That's who it is? Yep. Yeah. So shout out to Miles and Kier. Is that mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, every time I watch an episode, I go... And shout out to TT the artist for plugging. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, I always think like either they, they watch our show or they just have the exact same taste as us. Like because uh, literally like dozen a dozen or more artists that have been on our channel end up on that show and I'm always like geeked like oh shit Kyle's on this <laughs> week oh shit we know what the fuck is yeah, going on exactly so anyhow man this was good I'm glad I got to meet you I feel like an asshole for not realizing that you hey, didn't bro, produce it's you not even all good, know well
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely thanks uh, for having me yeah absolutely I look forward to hearing more stuff from you I'm sure like you're gonna be getting placements until you're a uh, gray old man and doing good with that yep. but I think that a lot of people are gonna start realizing or like recognizing you for your raps like i do as well so appreciate that yeah most definitely um that said where can the people find you online they can find me on instagram childish major well at childish
1: uh, are there underscores or anything like that not in not on the instagram okay. and then on twitter there's an underscore it's okay. childish underscore major how'd you come up with childish major um i was marcus the major because it's like band major like uh-huh. drum major type thing yeah that was like early early like MySpace and uh, you know Twitter days, uh-huh. and then um, I just kind of killed that and just made it childish because I'm a big ass kid, mm-hmm. and I just thought it'd be a cool Twitter name, mm-hmm. so I just kind of like rock with that, and then um, it kind of stuck once people started putting me in production credits. So mm. I was like, oh, it's there now. So There it is. So yep. on
0: Twitter, at Childish underscore Major. Yep, and right? then Instagram, Childish Major. With Major, yep. no, with no underscore. And then SoundCloud?
1: SoundCloud, uh, Childish Major Music, and then Apple Music, Spotify, just type in
0: Childish Major. Yep, everything will pop up. And look for him on beats from uh, all your favorites, basically. Like, mm-hmm. you know, look for his production credits. Harder than I do, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah thanks man that was tight with that being said you guys can find me online at its intuition you can find my man behind the boards ben shim making the shit sound buttery at im database based with two s's find us as a unit at kind of neat youtube.com slash kind of neat where you're going to see childish major perform a song did you decide yet I'm, I'm deciding. you don't have to okay. I'm we're still deciding which one but it's, <laughs> it's gonna be there and um, don't forget that if you are a weekly listener go to patreon.com slash kinda neat if this is your first episode you're hearing you don't have to do that but if you're a weekly listener and you love this programming like I hope you do go uh, support our Patreon page because YouTube don't pay shit no more and that's just how it works <laughs> so help us out keep the show afloat um, that said Thank you guys. As always, I'm Lee, was Childish Major, and this was Kinda Neat.